Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I'm right back at it from Rain Delay Theater in Yankee Stadium from about 7 o'clock to 9.45. Keith McPherson joining you again. I've got you till 2 a.m. I'm not happy, folks. I really don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to say. I was sure that game was going to get played tonight. Well, you can't be so sure. You wait three years. Three years for postseason baseball in the Bronx, New York, and... uh, This is what we've got so far. We've got two games in the Bronx night games that have been postponed and turned into day games. Tomorrow we'll get a 407 start and not a 107 start. The Shadows, I don't know, the NLCS after, whatever. Uh, The decision was made today, and uh, I'm going to try my best to not be frustrated, but I'm a fan just like you. I wanted to see Game 5 today. I was there. Shout out to you if you showed up to the stadium I know there were people that showed up very early. Carton and Roberts were there very early. Um, (laughs) The gates were open early at 5. Media folks were in there two, three hours before that. And I think most of us expected this game to be played when you looked at, I don't know, the weather app in your phone, weather.com, any radar. It it changed a lot, actually, you know, as far as percentage-wise. It looked like they would be able to fit this game in. And that's why I was sure of it. That's why I was sure, hey, we'll wait. We'll wait it out. We got all night. But the decision gets made by Major League Baseball. And, you know, as I left the stadium tonight, which I, I didn't I didn't have dinner. I uh, went from kind of hanging out at the stadium at 6 to learning that, uh, you know, we were going to do rain delay theater on air at seven and I wanted to, you know, join Sweeney, help Sweeney out. So he'd have to do that on his own for two hours and 40 minutes. But, uh, yeah, skipped dinner and, uh, ended up, you know, going to get a chopped cheese from the bodega after the game. And I'm talking to everyone and I'm mad at major league baseball. Everyone else is mad at the New York Yankees. Who are you mad at? Here we are again. Who are you mad at? And, uh, I'm not mad at the Yankees. I think the Yankees wanted to play the game, but I don't know. I would assume the Yankees wanted to play the game coming off the momentum 
that they had taking game four and then rolling into the game five that they forced back to the Bronx, home field advantage, right? They didn't get eliminated in Cleveland. They were going to have another night game, another crazy night in the Bronx Zoo with the fans going nuts, and the fans wanted to. You could tell the fans were there. They were waiting in ponchos, got rained on, moved back a little bit, uh, you know, to the concourse and under the awning so that they didn't get wet too much. And then when the rain pulled up, the fans were all out there dancing in the rain, trying to pass the time and just waiting for the announcement to say when first pitch was, and we never got that. Um, I don't know. I, I've really got nothing. I really, I've, I don't have anything. I mean, I wanted to celebrate tonight, potentially. I had visions of leaving Yankee Stadium with a win, with a ALDS win, and uh, taking calls and connecting with you guys on what you saw, what you liked in the game, and um, <laughs> we got to wait. We got to wait. And, you know, I, I definitely feel bad for the fans that can't make the game tomorrow or the people that last minute decided to go to the stadium tonight to see the New York Yankees. You know, it's it's a, a lot of hype around this series. And, you know, the Yankees are still in it. They're still alive. But, man, like this, uh, to me, it kills the momentum. And, you know, that's what I said. I don't know exactly how to approach this. I just don't feel great about it. And, uh, you know, the, the game... Last Thursday, game two, that got postponed and pushed to Friday. They called it early enough in the day. We all That was completely different, right? We all saw that was torrential downpour, thunderstorm. There's no way they were playing that game. But this game, you know, the weather, I guess that's who you could be mad at. The weather, Mother Nature, nature, the clouds, the skies. Somebody does not want uh, a nighttime game played again in Yankee Stadium after game 1 which was which was great which was fun and like i said we've waited 3 years to have postseason back in the Bronx and now the wait continues but uh yeah i just i don't know it was a it was a rough weekend uh <laughs> uh it wasn't rough last night you know sunday night now it's now it's friday or now i don't even know what day it is now it's tuesday morning but uh, over the weekend obviously you know friday the yankees lose and uh, they lose it late. Then Saturday, they go to Cleveland. They lose, and they lose it late after having the lead. And then Sunday, backs against the wall, do or die. They change the lineup. They put Cabrera at shortstop. They bring Hicks in, and they get a, a win. They fight back, and, and they, they, they're the better team in this series, if you ask me. I'm, I'm afraid of how this series is going to go because... You know, we already know all of the narratives and storylines, right? All, all of the Debbie Downer, Negative Nancy, uh, Doom is Gloom, Sky is Falling Yankees fans, they got to have their night on Saturday night to talk all about Brian Cashman, to talk all about Aaron Boone, IKF, any name, you know, Clark Schmidt, name any of the, you know, random guys. Uh, it doesn't matter who, you know, who's to blame, who you're mad at. Uh, I'm just, I'm hoping the Yankees can pull off a win tomorrow at 4.05. Now Nestor's on the mound. And uh, <laughs> I just know, man, if if this doesn't go our way, 
Uh, I know what narratives are going to be out there. I know what what the storylines are going to be, and it's going to suck because it's going to be a long winter of that, and I'm not I'm not ready for that. So the Yankees have to win. The Yankees have to uh, go to sleep tonight, and and the, on the bright side, they they get an extra day to rest. Right? There was rumors of oh, the Yankees' flight was delayed, and this this flight was, and and you know we got to the bottom of that one today. The Yankees' flight was not delayed. There was uh, you know, one of the Yankees' flights that didn't have the players on it that got delayed. But okay, these guys get an extra night to sleep. They get an extra night to rest, both sides. And you know, we did a lot of talking about which side gets the advantage in this situation. I don't think this is an advantage for anyone. This is a disadvantage for everyone. This is a disadvantage for both teams, for both sides of, of fans, and for all Major League Baseball and Major League Baseball Fans, this sucks. This is not ideal. Uh, I feel like the planning and the scheduling and the lockout, pushing back the schedule and changing how we went into this new tournament, this is fall frenzy, October madness, this new dance. Like it, it's it's all compounded, right? It's uh, you know, it's all together. We had uh, some nice weather days last week, and you know, missed them. And even tonight, man, I was out there. At, I think 10.30, I finally uh, got in my car to leave. And as I'm walking to the garage, the second time, because the first time I went into the garage was standstill traffic. Of course, the second time I, ro- I walk in, <laughs> I see Sweeney Murdy on like the third or fourth level. He's like, hey, he's like, uh, get home safe, Keith. And I'm like, I, of course, I run into Sweeney. He hasn't gotten out of the parking deck. And I gave the parking deck like 30 minutes to, you know, cool off. But I don't know. I don't know what to tell you guys. Uh, the Yankees did not play tonight. Maybe you watched Monday Night Football and uh, enjoyed that, but I'm down about it. I'm um, I'm at a loss for words. I don't know exactly who to be mad at, and uh, I'm worried. I'm worried because I, I really felt good about the Yankees forcing a Game 5, coming home to their fans, the momentum that they had. Uh, you know, like I said, Carton and Roberts were there. Hyping it up, and you know, there's a lot of people that showed up, and people had to just go home, and uh, you you have to figure it out tomorrow. I mean, I have a doctor's appointment at two thirty tomorrow. I guess I'm canceling that, and I got to move my plans around. But even for me, right, I'm I'm on till two, and I got to go home and try to sleep, and then wake up and turn right back around and go to the stadium, and you know, if the Yankees sleep and don't come out fired up tomorrow if the Guardians come out ready to go. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's just uh, not how I expected this first round to go. It's not how I saw this ALDS going. You can't control the weather. It is what it is. Uh, you could control some other things, though. That's why I'm like, who are you mad at? I, I don't want to hear that, oh, the Yankees were selling chicken buckets and, and beers and concessions. Yeah, they were, and good for them. Uh, you know, they didn't have a game tonight, but they had uh, a, a good four hours to sell concessions tonight. But I don't think that that was um, a factor. I don't think that was a driving force. I don't think that really had anything to do with it. As I heard people saying, oh, the Yankees made so much money tonight. The Yankees make so much money every night. I don't think any anybody inside the Yankees was thinking about, okay, we're going to let these fans in here so we could sell them things. I think the Yankees wanted to play this game tonight. I think the momentum was in their favor to try and play tonight. I think the Guardians also wanted to play tonight. 
because they spent all of last week in New York. They were here Monday through Friday last week. They went home for two nights, and uh, then they had to come back here for today, and they didn't play today, so they have to spend another night in the hotel wherever they are and get up tomorrow and play. And, you know, the next part of this is the ALCS, right? So it's like, okay, whoever uh, survives this tomorrow at 4, get on a plane and go right to Houston Go to sleep, wake up, and you are in the American League Championship against the Houston Astros who swept the Mariners and they're well-rested and ready to go at home. So, you know, that's what I want for the Yankees. I want the Yankees to advance to the next round. But if you're thinking about the pitching now, and I just, like, I can't get off of it. Like, <laughs> talk about five days off, and then you play a game, and you have two days off. Then you play three games in a row, one day game at home, two night games on the road, fly back home, get another night off, and now you get you get another day game in Yankee Stadium at 4 o'clock. We'll see where the shadows are, and we'll see what that looks like. But, man, did that take the energy out of me. That just was a gut punch after, you know, being there. I got there around like 5, 5.30. Uh, There's a ton of people out there that I'm sure got there earlier, that that changed plans, that made plans, right? We didn't know if there would be a Game 5, and then there was, and then there was not. So Game 5 coming up today. It's now Tuesday, October 18th at 4.07. If you can make it, make it. But we all know it's not going to be the same energy and the same vibe and the same home field advantage of what they call the Bronx Zoo with all the fans turned up in there at night. I was excited to see the light show again. I was excited for them to turn the lights off. And, you know, who's going to come out with the flag tonight? We were talking about on, you know, Rain Delay Theater. And I was sure that they were going to try and play that tonight. I was watching that tarp. I'm watching uh, the dugout and the puddles on top of the dugout. And then when the rain slowed up, I'm like, okay, we can get this in. But no, Major League Baseball, I think, was... You know, looking at the field conditions, it would have taken 45 minutes to get the field ready. So realistically, the game wouldn't have started till after like 1030. And, uh, you know, you can't risk somebody getting hurt out there on a wet field. The pitchers have to have proper warm-ups. And at the end of the day, they push the game to the next day. And uh, sorry if you wasted your time. The Yankees, I'm sure, sorry to all the fans. I saw a video of Brian Cashman. Saying, you know, sorry to all the fans, that's that's not what you want. I really don't think the Yankees care about selling their extra chicken buckets or whatever jokes that people make. I think they wanted to play tonight and get this over with. Should have been over with over the weekend. Call me up. We can talk about that. I guess that's what we have to do now, right? Uh, last time I was on was Friday after game two. And I said, who are you mad at? It's one loss. You mad at Boone? You're mad at IKF, you're mad at JMO, you're mad at Oswaldo for not getting to that ball, Donaldson, all of that. It's just one game. It's a five-game series. And then <laughs> they lose that game, and then that bleeds into the next night. And, uh, you know, I, I give credit to the Cleveland Guardians, this young team with some rookies, uh, led by a guy that's no rookie, Terry Francona. He's got them ready to play, and I think they're going to be ready to play tomorrow. And now it's just a a do-or-die scenario, and you just hope that at home the Yankees wake up and they're comfortable at home and they're ready to rise to the occasion and win this game in advance. And then 
The prize for advancing is the Houston Astros awaiting you in Minute Maid Park, where they have a dome, and uh, they're going to play there no matter what. They don't get games that get postponed in Houston, Texas. They uh, have a retractable roof. So that's what's awaiting the winner of this series tomorrow. I guess we'll know that sometime tomorrow night around 7 or 8. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I had so much energy and excitement going into this game tonight, and that got sucked right out of me as soon as I heard the whispers and then the confirmation that this game wasn't going down and that uh, a lot of us would have to go home and then turn around and come back there tomorrow. And I knew for me, uh, I have to host tonight without a game to talk about. I'm sure there's plenty of fans that want to talk about that uh, or talk about the fact that they went up there and what it was like tonight and MLB and MLB scheduling and dropping the ball and this new postseason format and whatever it is. But it's out of our control. It is what it is. We just have to accept it. Three years waiting for postseason baseball to return to the Bronx. And something in the universe just didn't want us to have another night game after that first taste we got last Tuesday, a, a week ago now. Um, this series <laughs> is the last series to be decided. The, the final four is set, and the baseball world waits for this last game to be played uh, in this ALDS round. That's what I got to open up with, folks. Like I said, I'm I'm down about it. I don't feel great about the series. I don't feel great about uh, any of this. It, it's it's not what you want, but we accept it and we have to move on. Let's go, Yanks! At 4:07 p.m. in the Bronx, if you can go, go. Uh, if if you can give your ticket to somebody or sell your ticket to somebody that can go, go. You know, last Friday I was like, okay, maybe some people will get a chance to go to the game. That, that wouldn't have gotten to go to the game. Prices didn't drop too much. I don't know. It is what it is. Call me up, 877-337-6666. We can talk through game one, game two, game three, game four, things you saw, and we can try and predict baseball, which you can't predict baseball. You definitely can't predict the weather. Uh, coming up here for a do-or-die game five in the Bronx at 4.07 p.m. on Tuesday, October 18th that nobody predicted and nobody had penciled in on their calendar. I literally made a doctor's appointment for that date looking at the calendar like, okay, nobody's playing then or we won't be playing then. They'll be traveling then or whatever. Keith McPherson on the fan. You've got me till 2 a.m. And then Salicata comes on. Yankees fans, if you're up and you're listening, tap in with me and we'll talk all about it on the fan. I'll be right back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 
Let it rip. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Hey, yo. (laughs) I'm here, and I mean, it's sports talk radio. If you want to talk about the NFL, if you want to talk about the Jets, the Giants, if you want to talk about... This Chargers-Broncos game, we can do that. But I'm always going to be real. I'm always going to be honest with you. I can't fake it. Like, I'm not a fake person. I don't have a fake bone in my body. If you've ever met me or been around me, you know I'm authentic. And I am crushed right now. I wanted to see game five. I wanted to play. I was already on the air at 7 to 9.45. And if you heard me then, I was pretty sure this was going down. I thought it had to. You don't have 47,000 people come out. For all of that time to tell them, hey, we'll see you tomorrow. Like, I just got to be real and transparent. I think that's best. But if, if you want to call up and uh, talk about Brees Hall, if you want to call up and talk about Saquon Barkley, we can do that. But I feel like these shows uh, after the Yankees games, which would be, this is what was planned tonight, right? Me to be on after the Yankees post game talking about the game. I think it's best to hear from the fans. And judging from the calls, Everyone has something to say about the game tonight, whether it should have been played, who to blame. So we'll do that. But um, it's sports talk radio. Don't get me wrong. Like when I came in, when I came in to open, I just was like, I, I don't even know how to approach this. Right? I don't know who to be mad at. I don't know what to say. Like, do I act like, oh, <laughs> no big deal, folks? We're playing tomorrow at four oh seven. Let's talk about the other sports. Did you see the Rangers? Yeah, we saw the Rangers. They had them on the big screen in Yankee Stadium. That was the only excitement anyone got. Well, how about the Brooklyn Nets and New York Knicks? They're kicking off their season in a couple days. To hell with that. We want to, we want to watch the New York Yankees in Game 5 win in advance. And we've wanted to watch the Yankees win in advance the last few days. When I went to the series, I didn't think it was going to take this long. Not days on the calendar or games. I was saying Yanks in four. I expected the Yankees to be done with this Sunday. But it's not what we expect. And uh, we just got to take it in stride, and that's okay. But wouldn't be me if I came on here and had a whole show plan to do everything but talk about the New York Yanks. Let's get into some Mets offseason. Like, nah, bro, we're not doing that. We're going to take some calls. We're going to talk to the fans that were at the game or that were home hoping for a game and just kind of take the temperature of the fan base tonight. Uh, we could do that for the next 90 minutes. But like I said, if somebody calls up and really wants to call and, you know, get into some Daniel Jones conversation or what's the outlook for Kyrie and uh, the Brooklyn, we could do that too. Trust me, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, well-versed in, in all of that stuff. But I feel like radio shows that are live in the moment Especially a night like this, you talk to the fans, you take the pulse of the fans, and you connect with the fans that uh, obviously have one thing in mind. Yankees fans are the the fans that are disappointed right now, and you get to share the airwaves with me. When Sal comes on, maybe Sal has a plan to go through uh, you know the matchup between the Phillies and the San Diego Padres, or you know like nah, we're gonna talk about what happened tonight, what didn't happen tonight. How you're feeling going into tomorrow now, Game 5. What we can expect from this pitching matchup. 
I think now it has shifted to Nestor Cortez getting the ball. And the Guardians are saying that they're going to roll with Savale, but it's TBD, right? I I think on a <laughs> I think on a do-or-die game with the season on the line, if you have Shane Bieber, your Cy Young winning ace available, you might want to roll out there with him, especially since the Yankees rock Savale uh, when he pitched here earlier in the year. Hope Nestor's ready to go. Hope everyone's ready to go. Uh, Garrett Cole's ready to go. And I'll give Garrett Cole some props while I have the opportunity because I know I'm someone that has definitely looked at Cole and his body of work as a New York Yankee and said he's not an ace. He's not a $36 million ace. Well, he shut me up this weekend. He shut me up last Tuesday. He shut me up again two nights ago now, Sunday night. That's why you pay a guy the big bucks to come up big when it matters the most. Not on a random Sunday in July, but in October when you need to win games. And you need a guy that can go in there and shut down uh, another lineup, right? An opposing team. And um, Garrett Cole did that. He put the team on his back. He pitched well. And he overcame things like I've never seen him overcome. You know, solo shots, even uh, Josh Naylor rocking the baby, saying that's my, my little son. Like, you know, that could get under a lot of guys' skin. I know a lot of fans are saying, hey, you should throw at him. Cole didn't even notice. It was brought to his attention at the end of the game. That shows you how locked he was. And there was a lot of talk going into this postseason about the Yankees going as far as Garrett Cole goes. Well, as far as Garrett Cole is concerned, he's done his job. Twice he's been called on to do his job, and he's done it. And he's showing up saying, I'm available, I'm available. And we know his history He's going to make sure his manager knows he's available and ready to come out of the pen or pitch wherever you need him. So that's 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 good to see. I feel like in a matter of six days, Garrett Cole changed the whole narrative on himself as a New York Yankee, as an ace, as a pitcher in Major League Baseball. He he is an ace. You got to give it to him because there's a lot of so-called aces that showed up in this new tournament in October and got rocked. Garrett Cole gave up a couple solo shots, and he held it down. He gave you length. He made it easier for Aaron Boone. And that's another thing we're going to talk about tonight. Aaron Boone, who I feel like is put into a position where he's got to manage, manage. And when he's got to manage, manage, he's about to overmanage. He's about to make some moves that, depending on how this series goes, you know, he's already made some, some moves that people are questioning. The Yankees got to win. They got they to come through with a win. Winning cures all. And then Yankees win tomorrow. Yankees win today. Now it's already Tuesday. Yankees win today, and no one's going to be second-guessing lineups and bullpen decisions and moves. They're just going to stay onward. And there's really no time to waste now, like I said. This game is going to get played between 4.07 p.m. and 7 or 8 p.m. tomorrow. Then the Yankees will have to get on a plane, or the Guardians will have to get on a plane and go to Houston and face the Astros, who swept the Mariners 3-0 and have been sitting down waiting for who they're going to face. Must be nice. And they got a roof. They got a retractable dome. Must be nice. Keith McPherson on the fan. Let's get to some of these calls, man. Uh, Sorry if if you're, you know, high spirits right now. I I usually stand when I host. I'm sitting down because I am defeated. Uh, My day started at... 6.30, 6.50 a.m., I think my wife's alarm went off. I'm like, turn that off. What's going on? It's too early. But once you're up, you're up. 
And I had the excitement in me today of going to Game 5, thinking that tonight was the night that the Yankees would advance and move on and we'd celebrate it. But men make plans and the baseball gods laugh. Let's hit the phones now. Y'all got it. Ryan is in Hoboken on the fan. What's up, Ryan? How's it going, Keith? Yo, just wanted to say, uh, you know, pleasure meeting you tonight, man. Uh, As you could tell, lost my voice streaming. We didn't even have a game. But, uh... (laughs) But no, nah, just just wanted to call him, man. You know, pleasure to meet you. And I know we were chatting a little bit, uh, you know, over on River Ave over there. I mean, the Bronx is going to be a different vibe tomorrow, man. I was at I was at game one there. The place was bumping. The fans helped us won that win that game. It's going to be different, man. It feels foreign having a day playoff game, elimination game, if that. And you know, me myself, I I was barely able to slide out of work that hour early. You know, be on time. Now, now I got to ask for a half day first thing yeah. tomorrow. I, <laughs> I'm I'm lucky my boss is, you know, a diehard fan. Shouldn't be hard, but, like, I mean, come on, man. It's going to be a different vibe. Well, what's your thoughts? Yeah, yeah. One, nice meeting you, too. Thanks for coming up and saying what's up. Like I said, I appreciate everybody that comes up and says anything to me about listening to me on WFAN or my show. Like, it's it's a crazy feeling because you don't know who you're reaching when you're talking on this mic, but it's it's good to know that there's, you know, people out there that appreciate you. And you're 100% correct about the vibe. That's, you know... (laughs) <laughs> that's lost, right? Here we are, game five. It's a 407 game. That nighttime energy, that cut the lights out, that you know, vibe that we had for Tuesday night, we get one of those. We get one of those in the series, but there's no more time to make excuses, right? As uh as fans, we've all had to make excuses for our bosses, for our families, for other engagements. I'm going to the game, I'm going to the stadium. It's the Yankees, it's October baseball. And uh now it's just defaulted into a Tuesday 407 start where you hope that the Yankees come out with their hair on fire. You hope that they come out trying to end this one early and that the fans can get into it and be behind them. If they don't start early, you get that weird day game vibe. It's not going to be as turned up like you said. And uh, I don't know. Who knows what we're going to get. But positive energy, positive vibes going into this 407 start. Nestor on the mound. Yankees versus Guardians, everyone available. Uh, the Yankees are the better team. They should be able to to survive in advance. 100%, man. And I guess just on the topic of Nestor, I mean, you think advantage, you know, tossing Nestor here, you know, I guess, uh, you know, just having the lefty on the bump here? I mean, I think so. I, I'm more confident in uh, all-star Nestor Cortez than I am in Jamison Tyone. Not to knock Jamison Tyone. I felt like he earned this start with some of the good starts he put together down the stretch. Uh, I felt like he was ready for this, but the way that it, it, it's gone, let's see what Nestor's got to start, but I think it's going to be the type of thing, you know, guys are on a quick hook, short leash, might turn into a bullpen game on both sides, who knows, it's uh, it's going to be interesting, like I said, we're, we're putting Aaron Boone in a position where he's got to manage, manage <laughs> against Terry Francona, and he better oh, not God. be playing checkers <laughs> while uh, Terry's playing 4D chess. Oh my God, well... Nah, man, I appreciate you taking the call here. You know, like you said before, uh, you know, when I was commuting from upstate, you know, I listened to you every night on the way back. You know, you're reaching a lot of people out there, you know, keeping the uh, the younger generation in this. And, I mean, other than that, go Yankees, man. Let's go. Four o'clock tomorrow. I'll be there whether I got a job the next day or not. I'm there. Great call. Thanks, Ryan. Appreciate the love. Thanks for the call. And, uh, yeah, Ryan, I ran into, you know, I was in, I was in Billy's at like 6 o'clock. And then I'm trying to get word on what's going on with the game. And, you know, I get word, hey, we we might go on the rain delay theater at 7. 
So I went into the stadium by like 6.25, 6.30, was up there by 6.40, and then we started rocking. Sweeney and I just trying to kill time, pass the time, wait on the word, and man, that time flew by, and <laughs> we, we never got the word on first pitch. Well, we did. We just found out it would be the next day, and when that happened, I was frozen in time. I'm just staring out at the tarp like, wow, wait, <laughs> they're not going to play? Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Stan is in Trenton on the fan. What's up, Stan? Yo, Stan. Uh, that's all right. Uh, listen. Is it uh, not Stan? Stan. Stan the man. Stan. Like okay. Stan the <laughs> that's all good. Uh, listen, uh, what you said is spot on, man. Just just the only thing, well, first of all, my kids got me tickets for my birthday, so I can't go tomorrow. Ah. It kind of sucks, yeah. you know, get off work. And we live in down here in Trenton, and it's really hard. With, you know, we took the train, the subway, the car. You know, you pay for parking, and you know you're eating. You, like you said, the money. You know, you, you you know how it is. But it just. I think we lost Stan. Okay, happens. But yeah, I mean, trust me. Uh, I didn't always live up here. Used to take me a, a lot of different steps and routes, and you know. Take a Uber to the train station and take that train to Penn Station and then take a subway train and then connect to it. I understand it is a lot for a lot of us to get to Yankee Stadium. And when you make that commitment, man, it's like the type of thing. It's like you make that commitment hoping to um, see the game. You make that commitment hoping to see your team win and uh Nobody got to see that tonight. It's okay, but it's not okay. Like, I'm completely sympathetic to the fans. Like, Stan, who just called, it's his birthday. He came with his kids. They got him tickets for the game. They thought it was going down. Didn't go down. It's okay. 407. If you can make it, make it. Got to turn it right back up. And uh, I was saying to Sweeney in the rain delay theater, I don't know. I don't think this is an advantage on either side. I think this is a disadvantage on all sides. I don't think anyone is is at an advantage here. So it's, a, it's a, a wait. It's another night to wait. I think that I guess I like I'll say that the the advantage is they get another night to to sleep to rest. They didn't play today. I don't know. Somebody will rise, right? Somebody will rise to the occasion tomorrow. Multiple guys. Somebody will sleep good tonight and wake up tomorrow and decide they're going to have the game of their life or they're going to play the best baseball they played all year and be a hero and. I'm just hoping that guy's in pinstripes. Frank is in Bradley Beach on the fan. What's up, Frank? Keith, my man, you're doing great work, and it's awesome to listen to you and watch you grow. It's it's really cool, man. Um, Thank I was at the game tonight. I feel exactly what you're saying. Like that, the two hours was too long. They probably could have made the call. I sat in a parking garage for like 90 minutes before I got out of it, so I feel Sweeney's pain as well. But I do think, as far as the game goes tomorrow. Having Nestor on the on the bump is a plus versus tonight. And I think giving that bullpen a little bit more time, letting Clay, Wandy have another night to, to rest up a little bit too. I do think, as frustrated as I am too, I just got back to the Jersey Shore. I'm calling the lady on the way home. I went out with the boys tonight. I'm calling her up. It's to get the kids out of school at noon tomorrow. We're going to go get the mustaches for Nestor. And we're going to be at the game tomorrow at 4 o'clock. I don't care what the hell we got to do for it. There it is. Just like that, Frank. You know, get some rest tonight. 
But then turn up tomorrow. We all got to show yeah, up and, and, and root these guys on and be there, right? It's yeah. home field advantage. It's not the nighttime vibe, but we can still put 40,000, 45,000 people in there. Judge is going nuts. It's not, you're right. And I'm 39. So I was there for the nighttime World Series games. And I, you're so right. It's not a nighttime game, but it will have that energy. And the players will too. And I, again, w- w- you've got to talk about it. Would you rather have Nestor? On game five? Yeah. I would. It's a do or die. Game five. Yeah. Nestor is a competitor, and uh, he probably wants to go out there and, and uh, you know, do more than he did the last time he was out. So I, I think he'll be yeah. hungry, and uh, I like him against this lineup. And I like the fact, like I said, another night to rest. I don't know if it gives – it gives them definitely an advantage, too, because they have, a, you know, some of their best guys now getting a couple days rest. But it gives the Yankees an advantage as well, especially with the short pen yeah. and – uh, you know, not having as many options for Boone. There, there's more options for Boone tomorrow. And Keith, the ghosts are still around, baby. We may yeah. have moved across the street, but they're still around. It's October baseball in the Bronx. Yeah. And it's the Bronx for a reason. So let's get it, baby. Thanks for the call, Frank. I mean, the ghosts will wait. They're always waiting. They're always lurking. And they'll be activated. Let them be with us. Uh, 407 game. I'm not, I'm not sure what the what the shadows will look like. I'm sure the lights will come on. By the end of that game, it'll be dark. The Yankees have to win. They have to handle business. That's it. You're at home. You're you're at home. It's game five. You force the game five. You're in a position now to to not pitch Jamison Tyone, which Tyone isn't terrible, but you rather pitch your all star in Nestor Cortez, a crafty left hander that's going to go out there and compete. And you just got to hope that these guys sleep tonight and and that does them some good versus sleeping on the plane and getting here early, like, you know, go home, sleep in their own beds. That's an advantage. I believe that's an advantage, going home to sleep in your own bed versus being in a hotel, right? And for Cleveland, I don't know if they're in a new hotel, if they're in the same hotel that they spent Monday through Friday in last week. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I want to start thinking that this plays into the Yankees' Hands. This is better uh, for the Yankees. Let's go to Dan and Brewster next up on the fan. Hey Keith, how you doing? I've been been better. Certainly have have gotten on the mic and felt a lot better. That was rough tonight. <laughs> yeah, you know we were. I was out there tonight and uh, wasn't totally happy with the way they handled that situation. But uh, you know uh, we'll be back out there tomorrow. Yes, we will. And yes, it should be uh, good conditions. Let me double-check the weather again. You never know how these things may shift and change. But uh, <laughs> 4 o'clock tomorrow, it's supposed to be 55 and sunny. So let's do it. Yes. Well, tomorrow, I'm, I'm just looking forward to tomorrow. Um, thinking about how they're going to handle the you know the pitching. I'd like to see at least you know four out of Cortez. And, and uh, I'd be interested to see if they use Cole tomorrow um, after you know short rest and see if he gets an inning. Um, but... You know, the, the bullpen and, and how they handle the pitching tomorrow is, is, is going, going to be interesting. Yeah, it's everything. Aaron Boone, come on. We need you. Press the right buttons. Uh, you've pressed a couple wrong buttons, and the team is able to survive and overcome it. But uh, everything's on the table. Everything's on the line coming up. And uh, do, you, do you think Cole gets an inning tomorrow, or do you think they go, go straight I, with the pen? I feel like if we're going to Cole, we're in trouble. But there yeah. could be a chance that we're up and they're like, hey, Cole, lock it down. I don't know what their plans are. That's the thing. <laughs> as soon as you think you know what the Yankees are going to do, as soon as you start planning something, right, I didn't think they were going to move Judge off leadoff. And, 
A-Rod goes and says what he says after the post game, and then everybody gets involved, and they move Judge, and it works. He hit a home run the first time he wasn't leading off. And I didn't think Aaron Hicks was going to sniff the postseason. I didn't think Aaron Hicks would see a postseason at bat, especially after Tim LaCastro comes in the game, and you see Tim LaCastro facing Emmanuel Classe. What, I'm not what sure happened? Aaron, I'm not sure Aaron Hicks should have sniffed the postseason appearance, but what happened was Aaron out, Hicks but, uh, goes in the left field, a couple bloops land in left field. Next thing you know, uh, IKF boots a couple, doesn't make some routine plays. They got to bench him. I didn't think that was going to happen. That's your shortstop that you picked. Like, that's the guy you had the pick of a bunch of shortstop. That's the guy that you went to get as your stopgap, even after he was traded. He got traded twice this offseason. You wanted him. <laughs> And now you're quitting on him in October. You have to. The outside noise is so loud. Uh, as soon as you think one thing, they're kind of figuring it out, doing another. And I, I don't, I don't care that they're changing course on, on you know, their own things. Uh, just win. And since they won, right? It's, it makes it all right. It makes it. Uh, you, stick, you stick with the lineup that you won with. You never, you don't change it. But who, do you, who do you think is the guy they go to right after Nestor tomorrow? Who's the next guy in line? You know what I've been saying for a while. Where is Domingo? <laughs> like, uh, I'm like, if if Nestor if Nestor opens this game up and I don't know, goes three or four sharp innings and you want him to stay sharp, I don't know. I can't call it, man. We don't know what this game's gonna look like tomorrow. But I, I keep saying, where is Domingo? We've seen him get up. We haven't seen him pitch yet. And he's a guy that I thought was gonna be a weapon out of the bullpen. He's got experience out of the bullpen. Obviously he's a starter. Um, but I don't know. I think it's gonna be matchups. I and it's it's Boone versus Francona. Domingo tomorrow, and you go Domingo right after Nestor, and you you throw him right after. You get two or three out of him, and you get into the best part of your bullpen. Exactly what I'd like to see, right? If if a combination of Nestor and Domingo, or maybe they go Nestor and JMO, I don't know what they're planning to get to the seventh, eighth, ninth, where then you know you have Loizaga, you have Wandy, you have Clay, and maybe they have a sneaky move to put. Uh, Garrett Cole in there for an inning or something? I don't know. I don't. I have no idea what they're going to do, and that's why we watch. Uh, and that's why we feel uneasy about things and unsure about things, and then you get a postponement on top of all that. It doesn't make you feel any better. It certainly does not, but uh, we'll be out there tomorrow, Keith, and uh, hope, hope to see you out there too. Yes, sir, I'll be out there. Thanks for the call, Dan. All right, let's keep rolling with the calls. I know, you know, we want to shift gears. At Keith McPherson on Twitter, I see some of you randoms like, talk about the Jets and the Giants. Be positive. Talk about the Rangers. I I already told you we could do that, but I don't think that would be authentic. I don't think that would fit a night like this. On a night like this, you talk to the fans and you get different stories and different takes and, uh, you think about what's to come, and what's to come is a 4:07 start with Nestor Cortez on the mound and a do-or-die game for the New York Yankees that they can't lose at this point. They can't lose. There's every excuse possible built in. There's every person to blame already built in. They have to win so we can just move on from all of that and leave it in the past. Because you lose this game, then you've got months. you got a long winter to just let this fester for people to just kill these things over and over again uh, until they're, you know, there's nothing left to talk about. There's going to be, there's too many. Oh, Rob Manfred, oh, the weather, build a roof. Like, that's another one. There's so many people, they should have built a roof years ago. Come on already. They're not ever putting a roof over it. Maybe in the, in the super future, not in the near future. What else? 
Aaron Boone. It's going to be Cashman. It's going to be Boone. It's going to be Manfred. It's going to be the weather. It's going to be IKF. It's going to be Clark Schmidt, <laughs> J-Mo. Uh, it's, it, you know, there's going to be a blame game for months all around. And uh, I've lived through, you know, these Yankees off seasons. <laughs> I know there's a lot of people that seem to think, you know, heads are going to roll and this and this is going to happen. I don't feel like that's going to happen. I don't. So win. Winning cures all, and winning is the only answer right now. Can't can't take an L to the Cleveland Guardians after they also have been postponed and have had to travel and have had to stay in a hotel, right? There's no excuses, and I feel like there's already too many baked-in excuses. Let's go to Westchester and talk to, talk yeah, to Mark hi. on the fan. What's up, Mark? Yeah, to make the football fans happy, how about those Jets and Giants? Okay, now about the Yankees. Uh, I was originally calling it, uh, you know, a bitch about, uh, you know, my wife and I were at the game. I want to say, actually, we had a pretty good time. It was like a nice bar scene and people having a good time, but, you know, disappointed it was canceled. We can't go tomorrow either. And by the way, Ticketmaster's telling us that the Yankees are not allowing the tickets to be transferred to right. someone else or resold. If any of the uh, listeners maybe know if that's true or not, I can't believe it is. But about the pitchers, uh, I gotta disagree with you. I think for the first time in your history, a little bit. I don't think it'll be bad news if the Yanks go to Cole after Cortez. I can see, like, remember with uh, Randy Johnson and uh, Schilling, and uh, you know, Game Seven, it was just the two. I could see if uh, they feel Cole is okay and it's his throw day, and he wasn't going to be starting tomorrow against Houston anyway. That if Cortez gives them five or six innings, maybe you go to Cole if he says he's feeling okay for two or three innings. But I'm not saying I'm predicting that, but I don't think it would mean the Yanks are in bad shape if they do that. Mm, yeah, I'm with you. But I just, I don't know, I guess I thought of Garrett Cole entering the game in case of emergency. I feel like you have other rested arms that didn't throw 110 pitches the other night that uh, that you could use. But, you, you know, I don't know their thinking. And your thinking is, hey, maybe maybe it's you put Cole in to lock it down if you have a lead. And, but I, I don't know. I can't call it. I think they I think they, they start with Nestor. Then they have somebody piggyback off him if, if he doesn't go you know deep into the game and then they try and get to the bullpen I'd expect to see Wandy Peralta I'd expect to see uh, Loizaga Clay Holmes and maybe you'll see Garrett Cole somewhere in there but I just I'd rather not and but you're right about not seeing him in game one of the ALCS and if he's available and wants to be used they might I just like I said this is they're just giving Aaron Boone more things to manage they're gonna they're gonna find out if they got a manager or not well, one of the things I love about Game 7s, and in this case, Game 5, is like all the strange things that can get done, and you never know what's going to be with the pitching staff. Like in 03 against the Red Sox ALCS, it was just really dramatic when they had Mussina come out of the bullpen to relieve uh, Clemens. And this was probably before you were born, right? And then they also had David Wells come in. You know, I'm just going to be so interested to see what happens. And also to make some of the old-timers uh, happy. I already made the football fans happy, right? You know, Nestor Cortez reminds me so much of Whitey Ford. You said, like, the crafty left-hander, and that's exactly right on. It looks so much like Whitey Ford, you know, the composure, the way he seems to think between pitches, the way he improvises, and the fielding, you know, that incredible play he made the yep. other day, nabbing the ball and then getting it over to Athletic. first. Athletic. 
So, yeah, he makes me think Whitey Ford. So, look, I made the football fans happy. I made the 70-year-olds happy. And, uh, you know, uh, it's always a pleasure to talk to you, Keith. Thank you for the call, Mark. Who knows, folks? That's why we watch. I can't call it. If I could call it, I'd, I'd probably be managing a team. I'm a fan like you that watches and thinks he knows and something else happens. And I'm like, I don't know anything. I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know what they're thinking. <laughs> and uh, I feel like there's too much thinking going into now this 407 game. And I just want it to be smooth sailing. Can we get that? Can we get a, a smooth, easy Yankees win? Right? We haven't had any blowout wins. Can we have like a, a win where they win by like five or six runs? Leave no doubt. You know, just kind of spike the ball on them early and uh, cruise the rest of the way. I don't know. Maybe that's asking for too much after, you know, another postponed game. But it could happen. You never know. I'll be there. Like I said, I'm I'm going right back. I was just disappointed tonight because that was a long time. Right? That was a long time spent thinking, oh, they're going to play it. This just has to pass. To say, no, we'll see you guys tomorrow. And, uh, man, what can happen will you know, there, there. In my opinion, there was some momentum there after Sunday night. Uh, what happened in the game Sunday with, with everything it took to win that game, and they forced a game five to get back to New York in front of their fans. A ton of people came out. I don't know. Did did they re- release the attendance, the paid attendance? I gotta try and find that. It seemed like there was over 46,000 people out there. It seemed like seemed like another big crowd, another good crowd, and I know people were ready to turn up. <laughs> there was a point in time where, I don't know, maybe it wasn't even a, I don't know what this guy's like position was. I don't think he was a player. I think he was some kind of coach or, you know, maybe a, a bullpen catcher, and he walked out of the Cleveland dugout towards the bullpen, and the fans in the bleachers just started getting active. As soon as they saw some red sleeves, Right, it was like they just saw a different color that wasn't Yankees. Boo! They just start booing, and then they start uh, chanting at this guy, and not really for much because I think maybe twenty minutes after that, it got called. It was over, and I think what that guy was doing, that guy knew it was a wrap. He knew it was done, so he was uh, going to grab whatever he put in the bullpen or left in the bullpen. It was an interesting scene out there. I think it was Plesac and Miles Straw throwing a football for a little while to stay loose, and then they were throwing it up to the fans in the 200 level. And DJ Jung DJing, playing music for people. People were um, having a good time. Is, was that was Travis Kelsey there? He, that's interesting. If that's really Travis Kelsey and not a lookalike. <laughs> Travis Kelsey was out there wearing a Cleveland... Uh, Indians Wahoo hat, Chief Wahoo hat. Interesting. There was a there was a lot of people out there. There's some famous people walking around. It's Game Five, New York, back in New York. A lot of hype, a lot of anticipation. But Mother Nature says, I don't care about your baseball game. Play tomorrow. It was a drought out here. It was it was a dry summer. <laughs> Got a rain on your parade. Rain on your little uh, postseason. Being back in the Bronx parade. And we wait. Call me up. 877-337-6666. Keith McPherson on the fan for the next hour. I'll be right back. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? 
Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.